Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Welcome to the podcast where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered. Uh, Today, here is what we are going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about how to figure out your calorie maintenance. So what can you do to figure out how many calories you need to maintain your current weight? And we are also going to be talking about hill sprints. Is there any benefit to resistance or for resistance with hill sprints? So those are the two things that we're going to be talking about today. These questions are sent in from listeners just like you. So if you have a question that you want to send in or multiple questions, you can do that on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. If you follow me there and go to my story on Sundays, you will see a question box that says, ask me a question. That's your green light to submit as many health, fitness and nutrition questions as you would like. And then if you enjoy this episode or any other episode that you listen to, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know that this is where they can go to get their questions answered. And if you want more free fitness information, we have guides, articles, you can download all of that stuff absolutely free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Alrighty, first question is from Andrea Avalos, and the question is, how do I figure out my maintenance calories, or TDEE? Alright, so first things first, what is maintenance calories? Maintenance calories, uh, that's the amount of calories that your body needs to maintain its current weight, alright? And then TDEE is total daily energy expenditure, so that's going to be your basal metabolic rate the amount of calories that your body burns automatically with just you existing in space and time, in addition to the calories that you burn with activity, fidgeting, workouts, walking, things like that. So the total amount of calories that you burn in the day between those two things, that is your total daily energy expenditure or TDEE. So this individual wants to know, how do I figure out how many calories my body needs to maintain its current weight? um, And or how do I figure out my total daily energy expenditure? So Uh, First easy option is to just go to any calculator online. Some will be more accurate than others, but none of them will be 100% accurate, okay? What it will do is it'll ask for your your age, your height, your weight. It'll ask for um, your uh, your activity, you know, how active you are in the day. Uh, And so you can plug all that information in and it is going to spit out a, a number, okay? What we have to keep in mind though is that that is a very... It's, it's a guess at best and a slightly educated guess um, at best, all right? It does not account for your metabolism uh, and where it's at based on what your workouts have been like, where your stress is, what your food intake has been like, because that can change very rapidly and can fluctuate rapidly. Um, and you can have two different people with the same age, height, weight, stuff like that, um, even the same exercise history, and they could have two completely different metabolisms. Those calculators won't account for that. So you have to remember that you can get a a rough guess, maybe in a general ballpark of where your maintenance or your total daily energy expenditure would be, but you're not going to get the whole picture or the the exact amount, okay? Um, The second alternative that is much more uh, exhausting, I don't know if that might be exaggerated, but it's just going to take more effort and more work to figure out, but it's going to be far more accurate 
is to track your food intake and see how that affects your average weight. Now, the reason I say average weight is because we have so many fluctuations that happen from night to day, day to night, stress and food intake and water intake that we can't, we have to eliminate those and factor them out somehow. So when you weigh yourself seven times a week, first thing in the morning, before eating or drinking, after using the restroom, and you take the average of those weights, that's going to help eliminate those fluctuations or at least even them out a little bit. Okay. That is your average weight. You can track your food intake for a few weeks and see how your food intake is manipulating your average weight. So let's say you're tracking your food intake, you're at 1500 calories and your average weight is going up. Now keep in mind, you have to track your food intake with accuracy. It's not like you can just eyeball it and guess. Okay. If you really want to know, you're going to have to track with accuracy. So you would track it and say, oh, okay, I'm at 1500 calories roughly on average. Um, and my, my average weight has been going up, um, uh, every single week. So that's, that's how, that's how you're going to know. Okay. Uh, my, my average or my, uh, maintenance is probably not, um, 1500 calories. It might be a little less than that. So then you go down to 1400 and then you play with it a little bit and you say, okay, now my average weight for the next few weeks has been staying the same. Okay. Then that's where, you know, okay, at that point in time, uh, 1400 generally is where your body, uh, will maintain its weight. Okay. Now, like I said, this is going to be much more, uh, it's going to take a lot more time. It's going to take more work and more effort, but you're going to get a better idea of where you're actually at. And you're going to learn a lot more about your body and how it responds to certain foods and certain quantities of food. So I always recommend going that route. But if you want something quick and easy and just that'll give you a general ballpark, you can just find a calculator online and punch in your numbers on uh, on there. The more that you, um, the more detail that those calculators ask for, uh, like your body fat percentage, your lean muscle mass in pounds, the more accurate they're going to be. So um, keep that in mind as you're looking at those calculators. All right. Hope that helps. Next one is from raising finches. And the question is, is there any resistance benefit to running hill sprints? Um, and so what she's talking about is basically, is there any carryover, uh, that will, if, that will benefit me in my resistance training from doing hill sprints? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yes and no is my answer to that one. Uh, yes, because, if your fast twitch muscle fibers are better and can contract quicker and more explosively, that can benefit to resistance training when you are working on being explosive. Like if you are working on um, doing a, you know, playing some sort of sport, you need to be quick off the ground or quick side to side. That could hill sprints could definitely benefit you there. Um, as far as a direct translation to standard traditional strength training. There isn't going to be as much of a benefit. Um, you're going to have more cardiovascular capacity, and so you're in. You might not get exhausted as early, which can de which can definitely benefit. But as far as a direct correlation between um, hill sprints, building lean muscle tissue, and resistance training, building lean muscle tissue, resistance training is going to is going to outbeat hill sprints any day of the week. Okay, uh, with any individual. All right, so. Um, that's something you have to keep in mind. I love hill sprints. Uh, I love them so much. Uh, I think they're, I think sprints in general are a great form of cardio. Um, and I think sprinting is just a lot more fun than just mindlessly jogging for 45 minutes. Uh, so I always recommend, you know, if you want to improve your cardiovascular fitness too, and it's not impeding your specific goals, I think it's great to do some form of cardio as long as you're not overdoing it. Um, and hill sprints can be a great element of that. But one of the best ways to find out is do your hill sprints consistently and see what's happening with your resistance training. I'm willing to bet that you're going to find that you are not as wiped out cardiovascularly. So for example, if you're doing squats, 
you know, maybe 10 reps of heavy squats would have exhausted you before, but now you have a little bit more wiggle room um, without feeling exhausted. Maybe you only feel like you need, you know, 60 seconds rest instead of 90 seconds to two minutes rest. That's something you might notice. Um, if you do notice any lean muscle mass increase, it might be a little bit because those fast twitch fibers are getting worked, whereas those slower twitch muscle fibers are getting worked during your resistance training, but it's going to be splitting hairs uh, at best. So, Try it yourself and see what you notice. I don't think that it's going to be bad um, by any means unless it is impacting your lift lifting. Like, for example, you're doing hill sprints. Um, you're doing hill sprints right before you lift and you're lifting lighter because of that. That's different. Um, but if you have it balanced out well, I think there are there could be some small benefits that could carry over. Um, but there, when you when you compare them A and B, with resistance training and hill sprints, with lean, with building lean muscle, the resistance training is going to outbeat them any day of the week. So um, you have to keep that in mind. But try both and see what happens. All right, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, spread it with your spread blah, 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 spread the love, share it with your friends and family. Uh, and then remember that these questions are sent in by listeners just like you. So if you have something that you want me to talk about and answer for you, I'd be happy to do that. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Uh, if you do that there. Uh, you can uh, get your questions answered here on the show. And then, oh, I don't think I said, but that's on my story every single Sunday on that little question box that says, ask me a question. Uh, and then if you want more free content, right now we have four guides on uh, building a better butt, uh, building better arms on protein, as well as working out at home during COVID. Uh, that, is a, been a, that has been a great resource for people. You can go ahead and get all of that for free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.